Welcome to What The Gap Podcast. Hosted by a modern day couple just, just trying to fill the gaps. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Are you listening? Hello and welcome back to What The Gap Podcast. You're here with your host, Kenzie. And AJ. And you're officially listening to season two. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020. We hope it's been an amazing start for you guys. How are you feeling, AJ? I'm feeling good. How about you? Yeah, I'm feeling amazing as well. It's been a beautiful start for us so far. So yeah, happy thoughts all around. Do you want to get into your highlights over this last break period? Obviously, we haven't been podcasting for a couple of weeks. It's been a nice break, isn't it? Yeah, it's been kind of weird, though. Yeah, it has. It even feels weird sitting down now because it became such a routine every week to sit down and record a party. But now we're back into it for 2020. We've got big things to come. We literally did this huge brainstorming session. It took probably like eight hours yesterday nutting out who we are, where we're going, what we're doing, um, just everything in relation to the podcast and our plans for the new year. So... Yeah, expect big things, guys. It's going to be good. It's going to be an awesome year. All right, so the highlights and lowlights for the year. Pros for me. I mean, there's too many to list. Some key ones were Christmas Day and my birthday. Okay. (laughs) I'll go into a bit of detail for everyone. Uh, So Christmas Day, we had just the best day. Like, we got up early, we made coffee, we opened presents... We went to the gym. We also called our families. Don't forget that part. Oh, I called my family while we were opening the presents. And that was really nice. Yeah, that was really cool. What else did we do? We got back from the gym. We made a massive big breakfast. Yeah, like a veggie breakfast. Yeah. And then we went for a big long walk. Yeah. We took a picnic on that walk. Mm -hmm. We had a picnic along the river. It was just a gorgeous day all around. Got back. Chilled out, watched TV. Yeah, it was just, it was nice. Did we watch You on Christmas Day? I think we maybe started it on Christmas Day. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, should we watch Christmas movies? And they were like, no. We just finished watching You and it was... Intense. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It was crazy, but also so good. Yeah. So it's... if you haven't watched You yet, or the season two of You, you need to go hit that up. You will be so hooked. It's insane. Oh, but yeah, Christmas was amazing. We're actually sitting here at the moment and I feel kind of guilty because I think we mentioned that we had a gingerbread house to build. Anyway, it's still sitting in its box. I know, I just saw it yesterday. I was like, oh shit. And it's like, can you really build a gingerbread house in like January? I don't know if it's quite the same. Oh. But on another note, we also have a big monthly planner in front of us, which I bought from Kiki K for AJ. And it's how we're going to stay organized this year because something we struggled with last year was I guess crossing schedules or knowing each other's schedules I'd always book events and collaborations and things for us and I'd just have to let AJ know or send him an email or something so that he was aware when I live with you (laughs) I forwarded you bookings oh yeah okay funny all right glad you added that so yeah this will help we'll just fill it out each week with what is on our agenda and we'll be able to have a look and see where each other is, I guess, if we ever <laughs> get confused. <laughs> so, yeah, if you struggle with that and you're living with your partner and you're constantly asking, like, where are you going today? What are you doing? Or when are you free this week? 
buy a monthly planner buy a huge one this is like a two size is it um yeah the point is it's got huge boxes that you can fill out so we just need to get like some highlighters and things and make it real pretty should we go stationary shopping yeah maybe anyway carry on okay yeah so that was probably the most i was saying to you before it's the most active christmas i've ever had in my life it's because it was with kenzie yeah um (laughs) because normally they're not an active day Mm. you kind of just chill out eat drink eat more pass out (laughs) (laughs) just very sedentary is that the right word that is yeah yes (laughs) i'm getting better with my words guys What about your birthday? That was my next one. Yeah, so my next highlight was my birthday. Not because of the age I turned, but because of the day itself. I turned 29 and Kenzie planned an epic day for us, which she always does anyway. But because it was birthday, it was like a little bit more special. We got up early. We had, again, like Christmas, coffee and presents. And then we went for a run. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I went running on my birthday, guys. So well, did why it. did you go running? Can you share that? We went running as a warm-up to our Pilates class. Yeah, no, I mean, why are you trying to run more? Oh, okay. Outside as well. We went running because we both want to improve on our running, especially me. What? Oh, why? Yeah. Stop looking at no, me like that. I just, like I'm I j- talking I j- dumb I just shit. said, tell them why you went running. We went running because we want to improve on our running. I just said, tell them why you want to improve on your running. So don't repeat that. Okay. Okay, go on. Go on. Let's go straight to why. You keep reintroducing things like it's a new topic every time. Just talk. Okay, okay. All right. Kiss. Oh my god. (laughs) So, should I start from the birthday thing again? Fine. Okay, cool. So, my second highlight since we've been away was my birthday. Kenzie, as always, planned an epic day, except it was extra special because it was my birthday. So, we got up, just like Christmas, got up early, we had coffee, we opened a few presents, and then we went running, because we were both looking at improving our running, especially me. And we ran to my first ever floor Pilates class at the Core Candy Club. Core Candy Club? No. What's it called? It's called just Core Candy Fitness Centre. Or Core Candy... I feel like it's club. It's definitely not club. Shall I look it up? Fine. It's just Core Candy Fitness, I think. Core Candy. It's on Chapel Street. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before. Core Candy Fitness. Yeah. Do you want to tell them why you want to improve your running? I want to improve my running because I want to try to do a half marathon by halfway through the year. AJ dropped this bomb on in New Year's. He said he wanted to do a half marathon by June and a full marathon by December. Oh, don't tell so me that part. I'm putting it out there so that everybody holds him to it. I also want to do a full marathon this year, but I haven't put dates on it just yet, so we'll see. Have you done one before? You've just done a half. I've just done a half. I've never done a full. So you've never done a full. Well, after the half, I always thought like, oh, I don't really have a desire to do the full. Like I only want to do kind of functional distances. Not that 21K is really that functional anyway. You don't whip that out on the day to day. But I didn't think I had interest in like long distance running. Mm. 
Anyway, I do, it turns out. I guess the more I've got into fitness, the more I want to test that mental strength. Yeah. And I think the marathon is like the ultimate test of that. Because there's no way you go through a marathon and have an easy breezy run. Whereas the half marathon, if it's a good day for you, you can have a smooth sailing run. Like there are some times where I would run 21K and it'd all be great just because I'm feeling good. Goals. (laughs) Yeah, but that's when I was running a lot. Whereas you do a full marathon and you've got to get through some ups and downs, I feel. You know? Oh God, just thinking about it hurts. (laughs) Okay, carry on, your birthday. Holy moly. After the Pilates class? Yes, I did my first floor Pilates class because I've been Mm. doing quite a few reformer classes over the holidays with Kenzie, but I've never actually done a floor one other than YouTube at home. Yeah. So that was interesting and that hurt, (laughs) but it was really good, really good. I'd definitely do that again. Cool. And then we went to one of my favorite brunch spots in Melbourne. Dilly Dally. <laughs> and we had a delicious... It was more like lunch, I would say. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was so good. Oh, such a good place. If you haven't been, it's beautiful aesthetic. Nice little area in South Yarra, just across the bridge. And the owner is absolutely delightful. She's the super best. Super funny. Yeah. The staff are lovely. And yeah, just it's just It's nice. a win every time, isn't it's it? It's just so nice there. Yeah. Highly recommend and then I was really happy with my health and fitness over the holidays. Okay, yeah. Just because it's holidays and, you know, you think, oh, maybe you slack off a little bit more because you're not in routine. But, you know, I actually had a few days where I was doing double sessions. Oh, when were those? Okay, maybe it was one. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to sound like I'm, I'm winning. <laughs> when was it? When we did that 7k run to the other Pilates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To KX. Yeah. We've been visiting KX Melvin a little bit because it's their upcoming 10-year celebration. So they were the first ever Reformer Studio in Victoria. So we've been visiting there a bit and we did a 7k run there the other day and then had brunch after. Oh. After Reformer class as well. Yeah, that was good. And I swear like a year ago... There's no way in hell you would have done that. Nah, I would have trammed up and like, oh, I'll just Uber there and meet you. <laughs> or I'll just Which, like walk there. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> exactly, yeah. like leave two hours walk. earlier. I'd be happy to walk that distance, mm. but running there to a class, I'd be like, that's too much. Yeah, and how'd you go? What'd you think? <laughs> it was good. Like I get sort of sore lower back sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think it might be like my running posture and just my general like back sort of strength mm-hmm. so I need to and work so on that so what do we need to do we need to do more strength training strength training yeah mm-hmm. yeah but no it was really good I know obviously I left a little bit of extra time a little bit of extra time like <laughs> how much more time like another 45 minutes on top of you <laughs> so AJ left an hour and a half before the class because he was like, I want to get my breath. I don't know. I need to give time for if I need to walk. So he left an hour and a half before. Whereas you could run 7K in about probably 40 minutes on the treadmill. Yeah. But you gave yourself an hour and a half, which fair because sometimes when you go from treadmill running to outside, it's a shock. 
and that was probably my first outdoor run of the year. Yeah, um, and it's hard to keep your pace. It's just very different. Anyway, I should have left earlier because I gave myself no time for like traffic lights, anything. I left probably with like 35, 40 minutes in total. So I was hooning it. (laughs) 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 Because the class started at 10 and I literally gave myself no extra time. So anyway, good job. You actually did really well with your health and fitness. I laughed just then, but very true. You've probably done more over this period than you would. On my regular weeks. Exactly. Yeah. So now I was really stoked with that. Cool. And... Should we go into my lowlights or your highlights? You didn't say lowlights probably just then. Oh, should we go into my lowlights or should we do your highlights first? Well, in every single episode we've always done both highlights oh. and lowlights for one person. So maybe 2020, but okay, we're well, not changing that. I, um, I've only got a couple, so I'll just quickly blast through them. Okay. Um, first one was just sort of missing my family around that time. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of the moments, be like, oh, it would have been cool that family was here or we were mm. closer. Mm. Um, so it was just a few little moments like that. I feel that. And like FaceTime and things like that, they help, but they also make you realize that you're not there because they feel so close, but they're not quite close yeah. enough. And then you see people opening your presents and you're like, ah, oh. I don't know. In my family, we always give each other a hug after every present we open. I so, didn't notice that. Yeah, it's just something we do. It's our way of saying thank you. That's nice. And I kind of missed that part when they opened my present. They were just like, so thanks. You bring your phone into your chest like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was actually still so nice. Like, I did yeah. feel like I was still a part of it. Yeah. So. I had a little bit of a chat with a couple of my cousins, and I made a gin, and I had it with them, like, on the balcony while I was talking to them while they were having oh, yeah. a drink. Yeah. So that was that was kind of nice. Yeah. To be honest, I think it's important to do that kind of thing together. I think that if they'd called me after they'd done all the presents and just called to say Merry Christmas, I would have felt more out of it. Whereas because we called during the presents, I did feel like we were kind of doing our normal morning routine. It's like live action. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then I also got to open my presents in front of them and that was kind of nice. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, next one was overestimating the time that things take. The holidays have been great, but we have very quickly run out of time. Overestimating? Don't you mean underestimating? Oh, yeah, okay. Under- <laughs> underestimating the time things take. <laughs> That's a weird point. I don't think you're saying it quite okay, what you okay, mean. I'll scratch what you mean I'll scratch is the holidays have just gone quickly. Or maybe you overestimated okay, how much time let, you let, had. Let me just start the highlight again. I'll be like, okay. Sorry. And my next low light is time. As always. <laughs> oh, God. Also, if you haven't seen, Kenzie has got me the best pajamas. Oh, my God. Ever. Please go to our gram. They're so good. I love them so much. They literally epitomize AJ. Yeah. And his slowness. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, regarding the time, Mm. it just came and went. And now we are like, oh my God, we don't have enough time to get everything we need done before we go away. Yeah. And so now this pressure is on. And that is a good point for you to close because that leads on to some of my highlights. Ah, I see. Well, I will start with where we're going away, which is Bali. This may seem like your average Aussie New Zealand trip to average Aussie and New Zealanders but we've never been 
we are very late to the Bali train. Honestly, like we've been saying that we'll go for years and then just life's come up with moving to Melbourne. We've just been settling in and we haven't really had time to do a big holiday, have we? No, we haven't. So finally, we've made the time. We've figured out that you actually have to do that. It's not going to just arise. So we've made the time for a nice big holiday in Bali. We're going for a couple of weeks in about, oh God. Six it's like, days. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Is it seriously? It was seven days yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's exciting, but there's so much to do beforehand. And that is actually my low light while we're on the topic realizing how much there is to do before we go away and also I guess just getting back into it I kind of thought that I would have a longer break than I actually have but already work has started to flow in and I'm just kind of like oh fine like let's just do this like I have to get back into it now I'll get the rest of my break in Bali so if I work hard now it'll be okay also we're just running on 2020 motivation so we're okay we can do it yeah And then back to highlights, my other highlight was New Year's Day and Christmas Day. So yeah, Christmas Day was beautiful. I loved that picnic. I loved the long walk. I'm also weird. I loved that we worked out on Christmas. Like, just all feel-good things, right? We didn't fight. No, I don't think we did. It was a good day. Yeah. And then New Year's Day was also such a highlight for me. So last year we went to the grampians we booked a motel and basically woke up at like just before 5 a.m went to the grampians they're like a mountain range aren't they it's like a big national Did you park say? yeah big national park and there was this kind of cliff that we went to to watch the sunrise in the morning and it was just stunning and one of the best ways to open the new year so we decided to do something similar this year but chose a different destination so we went out to the Dandenong Ranges and we were kind of on this mountainside I guess you could say yeah and there was a little cafe nearby and it was one of those just small town cafes just across from where we watched the sunrise and yeah so we arrived we must have woken at like 4 30 or something yeah and we arrived at about five-ish and just watched the sunrise come up with some coffee, with some cookies we baked. <laughs> it was very serene. It was very cute. And then we went across to this little cafe and got some more coffee and just welcomed in the morning. And then we went and did a big hike. It was like the Dandenong Circuit hike or circuit trail. And it was about, I think, 18K in total, which is just... Not the way everyone spends their New Year's Day, but it was just the best. Like, it was such a beautiful day. The hike itself was glorious. Like, there were difficult parts, but also a lot of, you know, downhill, what do you call it? Yeah, cruising kind of areas. And, yeah, there were beautiful views as well. We went to a waterfall. Um, There was a kind of sky high point. I think it's called Mount Dandenong Sky High. And that had another cafe. So by the time we got there, we got a snack and then continued. And We got fries. We got fries. Yes, we did. <laughs> and it was just a great day. I just loved it. Yeah. And then afterwards, we went out for a late lunch at a place called the Lilydale General in Lilydale. Amazing. Would totally go back there. I know a lot of my friends have visited there before and it ticked every box. The staff was so nice and it was just a great day. It was a really good day. So, yeah, that is my 
highlights and lowlights for the Christmas period. Very oh, good. also, thank you for all your Christmas presents. I got some really nice ones. Yeah? What was your favourite ones? Um, well, I loved all the sports gear. Yeah. That was very cool. Oh, I also got an Apple Watch from Mum, which I'm very excited about. And AJ actually bought me this really cute engraved ring, and I really liked that. I still haven't seen you wear it. Yeah, because every time I'm going to go do active things, and I'm worried about Okay. But I will. Right. Maybe I'll put it on today. But uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you are most welcome. All right. Are we ready to get into the first topic of 2020? All right, let's do it. Are you listening? So we just had a little break to have some coffee and some cookies. How many did you just have before we <laughs> record a podcast about health? I just had four uh, 40% Coles cookies. chocolate, by the way, that is. And it was literally like 40 seconds, too. Yeah, one every 10. Right, so you need this podcast. (laughs) Okay, so we thought we'd start with a bit of a health and fitness focus because we know that everybody's getting back into routine in the new year. Sometimes we don't always enter a new year feeling our best because of Christmas celebrations and whatnot. So, yeah, we thought we'd give our top tips for staying healthy outside the gym because often we're spending time with family and we're still focusing on just enjoyment and quality time with people. So we don't always have the time to get to the gym. And also, more often than not, some of the biggest ways we can improve our fitness and health doesn't actually happen in the gym. We have to come up with ways that complement the gym. So going to the gym alone is not necessarily enough. Like, I'm a big believer in holistic health and holistic balance. So that is integrating, you know, healthy choices and healthy ways of living throughout all areas of your life. And we're going to talk a bit about that today. I guess more in line with fitness, though. Yeah. You ready to get into it? Okay. So, AJ, what is our first tip? Our first tip. Are you ready? It's going to be really good. I asked you, so I think I'm ready. (laughs) Is to walk more. This one's a given from us. I swear, if someone asked us the solution to anything, we'd probably answer with walk more. Have you tried walking? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm depressed. Walk more. (laughs) I'm unhealthy. Walk more. (laughs) My relationship is falling apart. Walk more. (laughs) Walk and talk. (laughs) Honestly, though, this is such a great way to just... Keep up your steps, but also just add a bit of that movement into your day without really thinking. For me, I like to walk with AJ. I like to catch up with friends. Like when it's a beautiful day, what else do you want to do? Like you could go get drinks and that's fine. Go do that. But then sometimes swap it out for a walk. Or like walk to your drinks. Yeah, exactly. But seize the day and take any opportunity to walk a bit more. You could also do what we were saying before. We obviously ran to our Pilates workout, but you could also walk to your workout. That's adding a little bit more movement. You're getting a little bit more bang for your buck out of that workout because you've just added a walk on as well. Yeah, consider integrating walking into doing everything. Whether you're getting back into work and you're starting to drive to work or to bus to work or train, however you get there, substitute your transport with walking. Yeah, but that's if you can. Like some if you people can. can't. Yes, yeah. Or I mean, what you could do is get off a few stops early. Mm. 
I mean, you could. I'm not a huge believer in that because I'm just like, is that really worth it? For me, I'm like, if you're going to integrate walking, integrate it properly. I know a lot of people are like, park a bit further away from work. And if that's really helpful for you and you'll find a park, if you go a bit further out, sure, do that. But if you're going like 900 meters away from your work, I'm sorry, you cannot really count that as you know integrating a whole lot more walking because that's not really going to change that much when we say walk more it means like you know integrate a good half hour not just like oh two minutes you know like i walked the last two tram stops exactly you could think of it in terms of just being less lazy in general so sometimes we get back from the supermarket the supermarket's across the road and we've forgotten something and we'll go oh I guess we can make do without it or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And it's literally across the road. Just change your mindset and be like, no, I'll walk back. Yeah. You know, that kind of walk, like because it is in a mall, it's still actually, it will be quite a reasonable distance. And that's why you're kind of like, oh, I can't be bothered. Yeah. But if you just change your mindset there and become a bit more, I guess, of a yes person in terms of any sort of walking scenario... Yeah, just walk more. Just being open to it, eh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, because we are eating out a lot over this period, I mean, not just Christmas, but into January as well, it kind of tends to continue. Consider walking to your meal. So if you're meeting a friend for brunch, walk to the brunch. And I promise you that brunch will taste better anyway when you work up an appetite. Preach. Just long story short, try to integrate as much walking as possible and almost do it in incidental ways if you can. Do you have anything else to add to that point? I'm sorry, I kind of took it over a bit. Yeah, that was my point. We don't have God, you, you and our points. You just go off and you just It's go. just because I have the stuff and here. Talk and talk. We've written like a few pointers and I have them oh beside me. So AJ's no, a lost soul. I, over I think there. for me, it was sort of always instilled from childhood to like daily walk. Yeah. Like, me and my cousins would always go for walks with my granddad because oh. he loved you know, you, you've met him he yeah. has his regimented walk every day yeah oh i must go for my walk 11 now. o'clock i'm yeah. off no yeah. matter what we're doing all I'll the family's over bye <laughs> yeah yeah okay I'm, I'm going grandma look after this <laughs> and uh we would do that since as far back as i can remember yeah and so i've always walked and i think especially in my less gym active days mm. I always still walked so I didn't feel as bad mm-hmm. because I knew I was still moving in some kind of way mm-hmm. well not even in terms of just feeling guilty just in terms of actually feeling good just doing some sort of movement yeah. in any way will always make you feel better well I feel guilty like I get this sense of guilt if I don't move I'm like we shouldn't Fuck. feel guilty but no but I get it <laughs> like it hits me I'm like you're a fucking sack. <laughs> Get your ass no, off that, that damn couch. <laughs> surely that comes from a place of you feeling sluggish or your body well, feeling exactly kind of gross because you haven't reset the digestion with movement. It's like my body is telling my mind to tell that yeah. to me. I think we all do get to that stage. Yeah. I'm actually the same. Like when I started my health journey, I wasn't actually into running. I found that love over time. But the first thing I fell in love with was walking because I would walk to and from school. I would do that overtaking the bus because the bus was just annoying as hell and unreliable. So I'd walk to and from school. And then one of the first like health plans I followed integrated like a 40 minute walk, I think, several times a week. Mm. And 
I began to really look forward to those walks. I loved them. And so that's when I first kind of fell in love with walking and realized that it's actually a really great, I guess, mindful way to integrate exercise and to be a more healthy person. Yeah. And it is. It's so enjoyable. And it's a good time to yourself. There's so many perks. So, yeah, I mean, that was at the very beginning of my health journey. I don't know if I've talked about it much, but I was quite overweight then. And that's what I fell in love with first. And I still integrate that now because I still think it's important. Also, you're like babysitter when you were little. Oh, yeah. Isn't that what she told you? Like, that's the key to... That wasn't my babysitter, actually. She's a big walker, though, because she has dogs. She would always go on walks. It was actually at a bakery one time. We were just at a bakery, me, my brother, and his friend. And there was this older woman, and she looked at us and was laughing or something. And she said, you know, something about us being active and sprightly. And then she said to us, oh, you know, running, it hurts the knees, but walking, you've got to keep walking. You've got to always walk for life. That's what I've done. And kind of just indicated that, yeah, that was her secret and that she's kept it up. And she was a very fit, elder woman. And that always kind of just sunk in. Like, obviously, I enjoy my running, so I hope it doesn't have too many great consequences, but we'll see, I guess. Mm. But yeah, I kind of took that from her and I was like, yeah, I like that. I like that statement. Okay, well, that kind of ruined my what I was trying to get out because it's just a random lady at the bakery, not like no, your, but it's still... your babysitter <laughs> from childhood that ingrained into you that walk. No, but I still remembered it. Oh, like, okay. I walked away and I was like, hmm, because I was getting more and more interested in, like, health and fitness during that stage and also health and fitness in terms of, like, long-term, not just short-term fixes or whatever but actually maintaining a healthy lifestyle in the long term. And obviously hearing it from someone who was still fit and active at that age, it meant something. And it's one thing uh, at you being told it, and then it's another thing seeing someone that's actually doing it and Mm -hmm. preaching it. Yeah, absolutely. That is of age and is like still out and about smashing it. Absolutely, yeah. So, Mm. yeah, that is our story with walking. (laughs) But we literally walk everywhere. I mean, we've talked about it before, but we're not afraid to walk like... Not before, a lot. A lot. We're not afraid to walk like 10k if we're going to brunch or something. We just love it. And we talk a lot during it. And anyway, we don't need to go into that. We've talked about that. And also, if we didn't, well, if I didn't, Mm. with the amount that we eat... Oh, yeah. I would be a fucking whale. (laughs) Like, you would be rolling me places. (laughs) Yeah, but we just wouldn't eat that much. No. Like, because when we go to a brunch bowl, we want to try, you know, the actually experiment with the menu and actually get to know the place. But if we didn't walk, we wouldn't have the appetite we do. So it kind of limits you in that way. And if you're like us or, you know, like me, I have a huge appetite and I want to eat a lot. I'm not a girl who's like, I want to get that grain salad and not add anything and... I'll be fine with water, thanks. Yeah, guys, you know how like <laughs> uh, guys like a girl that can eat? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Kenzie can destroy 100%. People food. get shocked. It's I'm insane. Like, yeah, I can eat a lot. And I like to eat a lot. So I'm like... But I like... I like to eat a lot and I like to be fit. <laughs> She's eating right now. Can I'm you say this again? Because right you're eating your fucking cooking and it's going to sound shit. <laughs> it's real life. 
fine, it's real life. Plus, they're protein cookies, they're like... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted a bit of that. Needed some uh, fuel. It's all in your teeth, all chocolate. Okay, it's happened to you too. Okay, but it's you right now. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, so yeah, I do, I eat a lot, so... I like to balance that out with a good amount of movement as well. And I don't want to sacrifice the food I eat because I don't move. Like sometimes I talk to you and we discuss what if you didn't move? Could you lose weight? Could you have a healthy body, healthy diet, etc.? And you could 100%. Oh, tell you don't, me now. <laughs> You'd have to cut everything bad out of your diet. You wouldn't Sweet, have sorry. room to be naughty as such. Because movement uh, gives you that extra to be honest, calories that you get to play with. At least if you're doing cardio, you know? Anyway, we kind of summed up that topic, so we can go on to the next one. Do you want me to introduce the next one? Yeah, it's your topic. Okay, so number two, I wrote make your fitness functional. And this kind of applies to what I said about the supermarket before. One thing I really dislike about, I know, people who do fitness sometimes, is they'll go to the gym, they'll work hard at the gym. This is actually really big for guys as well. They'll go lift their weights or whatever they do. And then you'll be like, oh, do you want to walk down the road to a cafe? And they'll be like, nah, let's get in the car. And it's like, if you think you're healthy in all fitness goals and fitness guru, why aren't you applying it to your real life? You know what I mean? Like people sometimes get so caught up. Exactly. Then it is for your body solely. And they're like, I will do no more than is necessary or than is most productive at the gym. And anything beyond the gym, they're just like, I'm not interested. Not interested in anything else that makes me healthy or fit, you know? That is something I've always kind of prided myself on is if I'm going to be able to run, you know, 20K or whatever, I better be willing to run to the supermarket if we need to pick something up. Like, I've always done that, right? Yeah. Since, like, the beginning of our relationship, I've always kind of offered, if we forget something or if we someone needs to run to go grab the keys or something, I've been like, okay, let's put my fitness to use. Because otherwise, what's the point in being fit? I know. You know, because in our daily lifestyles, humans these days, there's not a lot of opportunity to go whip out a sprint or something like that. So when the opportunity does come, why don't you put it into practice? Yeah. You know? And let me show you what I can do. <laughs> yeah. It, and it, it's good to see. It's satisfying to use it because you're like, right, this is why I'm training or I'm going to this functional fitness class because I'm actually going to use it in real life. When the opportunity comes and you just deny it, it's like, what have you put in all this effort for? Well, you it's, know? Like, it's like another skill set. 100%, yeah. It's like, why didn't you want to showcase your skills? Well, it's not showcasing, but it's just using them. Like, if you can run, run. And it's like, that's why I would run sometimes to an event or something. Because I'm like, I don't have time to, say, walk, or I need to work right up until 5, and then the event's at 5.30. How can I get there fastest? We don't have a car, I'll run. That's like using my skills in that way. So... I'm a big believer in making your fitness functional and applying the same mindset you have in the gym, outside the gym. And that also applies to things like even cleaning the house. Like I was telling you about the other day, I've got my shoes in like a little, what would you call it? Box, cupboard. It's a box. Yeah, but no, that hole in the... Like a cubby. A cubby hole, a cubby hole. And I've got quite a few pairs of shoes at the moment. (laughs) 
Don't laugh. So <laughs> there's a lot of sneakers and things. Holy shit. Quite a few pairs of shoes. So half the time I can't actually see the shoes that I want to find. So often I'll do like a burpee motion <laughs> to get down to this cubby hole to see the shoes. And I often think about it. I'm like, this is where I'm applying my fitness because look how fast I can see the cubby hole and be bouncing back up. <laughs> so things like that, like with anything or I don't know, lifting groceries or something. Just apply what you're doing in the gym to outside the gym. And not only will you experience, I think, heightened results because you're using it in your day-to-day life, but also it'll make your fitness feel more worthwhile. Amen. Amen. Do you have anything to add there? Do you make your fitness functional? Um, like, have you noticed, since we've been doing some hit workouts together, yeah. that you've been using it in any way? No, I'd say I'm pretty good. Like, if I've got to go do something or you know, move or get somewhere, like I just kind of do it. I don't really think about it. It's like autonomous. Like, I just know I can do that, so just fucking do it. It's not really the meaning of autonomous, but it's not really the right use of it, but that's okay, we'll Fucked move up on. The word there. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Like, I know what I'm capable of, and I know that I'm actually capable of more than I give myself credit for. So I kind of just do and not oh, try okay. to complain. So that's what doing, like, circuit training has taught you. You would push yourself and realise what you can do. And then now you're like, okay, don't have those limitations in other areas of your life. Yeah, but like, come on, dude, like you can get off the couch. <laughs> Some okay. people can't and they're like, no, fuck, that's too far. Or you're just like, dude, it's right there. Like how often you say, like, I literally just get into bed and you're like, can you give me a water bottle? And I'm like, fuck's sake, I just lay down. But mm. I don't do that. I just go and get you the bloody water bottle. Oh, yeah, okay. If I ask, I just do. You reckon you relate that to interval training and just bouncing back and being a bit dynamic and being like, no, I can get up and do it? No, I just, I don't even think about it like that. I just think like... Yeah, but I'm asking you to think about it like that. Oh. I'm saying, does it relate to your training at all? Which part of your life... I think it does, but I don't think about it like that. I'm just like, you're more than capable of getting up again and doing five steps to the fridge and then coming back to bed. Because of your training? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking if you think your fitness has actually had any impact on your daily life. Oh, 100%. Then where? In everything. Give me an example. I just did. Another one. Another one. Um, like, I'm asking you, where do you use your fitness? You don't exactly have to hit train to be able to walk to the <laughs> bloody fridge. Um, where do you think that has helped you in your daily life? I just think taking on the amount... That we do. I just know that I'm more than capable of it. Like the, with the walking, walking and okay. going places and like doing the basically 20k hike on mm. New Year's when you told me it was 15 and set me I up. I thought it was 15. Yeah. <laughs> just those kind of things. Just knowing that I'm capable of it. Okay. Because interval training will get you to that point where you think you're like dead, but you're okay. Yeah. And then you can kind of fine. apply it's that. for a moment. True. And that's the same with like walking up a hill on the hike. And yes, I'm very dramatic in that moment. Oh, yeah. But I know that I'll be fine. Like, I'm yeah. not going to pass out. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Well, we got there. Shall we move on to number three? <clears throat> number three. Okay. So, we've written here, integrate movement into ordinarily sedentary activities where possible. That sounds like a confusing point, so let's break it down a bit. Basically, it's saying that things you would usually do sitting on my couch or just sitting idle 
take them out for a walk, take them on the treadmill, take them to do some sort of movement in any sort of way. So we're talking Netflix. Obviously not every occasion are you going to go move while you're watching Netflix, but say during the day, if you're like, oh, I could really just use watching my favorite show right now and I just want to do that for hours, at least for one of those hours, go walk on the treadmill while you watch it. Yeah. Instead of just sitting in your room all day and being like, whoops, that day went. <laughs> yeah. So take Netflix to the gym or if you love listening to podcasts, listen to a podcast at the gym, listen to a podcast on a walk. Um, so another aren't thing- they like made to like just listen while you're walking and chilling? <laughs> I feel well, like that's I don't why they've been made. Like it's just nice. Yeah, because you can do other things while. Yeah, so that's the point. I love it. Or even like, you know, things like cleaning the house, just like incidental activity. Put on a podcast, put on your favorite show. Something I like to do is take my phone calls on a walk. I know not everybody enjoys it if it's a windy day or something, but I like to do that because you can, yeah, get in some movement while you're talking to someone. And I also find that I don't like to sit down for an hour and a half and just do nothing. And I know that my calls, especially with my family, are usually around that time. Well, that's it. We always call people from back home and Mm. it's always an extended chat. It's going to be a lengthy call, so you may as well at least walk some of it, you know? Yeah. And then, I don't know, go sit in reception for the rest of the time or something. Mm. But just getting in some incidental movement as well. And then you get to enjoy the day while you're on the phone call. And while you're on the call, like you don't even think about the walking. No, not at all. Slash... I don't know. Well, I never think about the walking anyway. You just walk. Yeah, no, not really. One leg follows the other and (laughs) you're there. Yeah. And another thing I like to do is actually take my Instagram or social media work on the treadmill. So obviously I'm posting quite a lot and I have a lot of photos to edit and content to create and things like that. And if I can, I will go and write my captions or I will go reply to comments and all that kind of thing while I'm walking, whether that is on the way somewhere or on the treadmill itself. Mm. I just, once again, find that it's almost like hitting two birds with one stone. I get to get on top of everything, even my emails or something, whilst I'm also getting some movement in. So I found that really helpful, I guess. And that's actually made a big difference to me hitting my fitness goals because you're subtly just getting in some more steps and... Yeah, without even thinking. And I guess usually you'd just be sitting on the couch doing it. And then you might think after, oh, I should probably do something. something I just spent an hour on my phone, you know, but I don't feel like that if I've done it while I've gone for a walk or something like that. Yeah. So. And that kind of stuff, I mean, it doesn't relate to everyone because not everyone would be on social media doing what you're Mm -hmm. doing, but. But everyone has emails and things to catch up on. And everyone does here and there a bit of mindless scrolling. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're exactly right. After you do it and you see the time's gone by, you're like, fuck, was I really just here for an hour and a half? Even putting up an Instagram post. I think a lot of people get that. Like editing it to just the way you want it and things like that. Go do it on the treadmill or go do it moving or something. Well, I find the treadmill can be quite hard because <laughs> there's a lot more movement. But like, especially on like the bike or like a cross oh, trainer yeah. or something. Yeah. Where your upper body's like not as... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I often find that if I walk outside and I walk a certain distance one way, I'll often finish like the engagement I need to do or the task I need to do. And then I've got the whole walk back. So I end up doing something else helpful for me because I've got that time. Mm. 
So whether that's getting on a call with someone, whether that's sending an email I needed to send or something additional that you probably wouldn't be bothered to do if you were sitting on the couch because now you've opened that time for yourself, if you get me. Okay, do you want to move on to the next point? So the next point we have here is try to go to sleep half an hour earlier. This can have huge benefits to every part of your life and I have only recently learned this because I never ever took sleep seriously. Most of my 20s, I didn't care about sleep at all. It was the last thing that I thought about. Mm -hmm. And when I look back and think about how tired I was all the time and how much I had to really push through or even drink like energy drinks, Mm -hmm. it was insane. Like I remember I'd work all night and I'd smash like four cans of V. Like while I was working Mm -hmm. up until three, four in the morning, I'm like, why am I doing this? This is absolutely stupid. Mm -hmm. And if you just went to bed earlier and got your proper sleep, the rest of the hours in the day are so much more efficient and Mm -hmm. so much more productive. And you have so much more proper energy, not like forced energy Mm -hmm. where it's like half ass. Yeah. No, sleep is super important for your health in terms of actually staying alive for longer but also in terms of things like muscle recovery you actually need that time asleep for your muscles to fully you know repair themselves again Mm -hmm. and it's also really important for weight loss actually like it's a big part of that if you're not getting good sleep your body might be holding on to fat or it might be retaining water or your digestion might be off it actually affects so many different things how does that work What do you mean? How does having enough sleep help with weight loss? The things I just said. Your body does just retain fat or it does retain water or it it just doesn't function as it should because it hasn't had that time to properly repair and reset and actually complete all the, you know, functions or operations it's trying to complete. Okay, so so it's like holding on to stuff and not doing things properly because it's almost like thinking like, we might need this energy or we might need to use this because we're not getting enough sleep. I think you're giving it a bit much credit there. I'm Your body's not actually it. thinking like, oh, now that I haven't got the sleep, I'm going to hold on to the bread you ate. It's not going to do that. It's just the fact of the matter is it hasn't had time to digest the bread. And so your body's just starting and it's giving energy to everything else because you're awake now. Whereas if you gave it eight hours to digest, it would have gotten right through that bread and then gotten on to the next task. Okay. It's just about giving your body that time to fully repair and rejuvenate. And when you sleep, that's its sole focus. Okay. No, I'm just trying to understand. But your body's still working while you're asleep. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to understand because you know about it. So I'm like... I'm like I wouldn't a, say I'm an expert on that area. No, I just I know, I know roughly the importance of sleep in that way. And I know if I am trying to uh I don't want to say drop weight because I haven't really been aiming to do that in a while, but if I'm trying to like even lean up or anything like that, if I don't get good sleeps, that affects that because I wake up and I'm still kind of bloated from the night before or yeah, I hold on to water or I just don't see the kind of toning as quickly because my body hasn't had the time to repair from the workout I did the day before. So kind of summing it up, like your body needs as much time as you can give it to complete all its daily tasks. Basically. 
so you're fresh for the morning. Well, it makes sense, AJ. If you no, just I know, think but about I'm just trying to understand it from the general public point of view, okay? Because a lot of people don't know this stuff. Okay. And like, yeah, I'm like... Yeah, but if you just think about it in terms of you were giving your body either five hours to repair and recover for the next day or eight hours to repair and recover for the next day. Yeah, but most people don't think about it like that. They're just like, I sleep five hours or I sleep eight hours or I sleep 12 hours. They don't think about what it's actually doing. They just think about sleep is sleep. That's why I'm trying to get across by asking you these questions because okay. I don't... Fine. Not everyone understands it. Okay. All right? So don't... Don't talk to me like I'm retarded or something. I'm not talking to you like... Okay, I, you're kind of looking at me like I'm I am. Not. But most people don't think about this stuff. Okay, that's fine. All right. I understand. And are we here to help explain and yes, understand okay, things? Okay, I'm just saying you kind of repeated what I said in another way. Yeah, I was trying to simplify it, which is oh, kind of okay, what you okay. always do to me when I get all muddled up. And you're like, so basically, in a nutshell, you're saying this. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Okay. So I was just trying to do the same for you. All right, AJ. Okay, so don't get all... Take a step back. Chill. No, you're looking at me like you're crazy. I'm not looking at you like anything. Okay. Chill out. All right. I am chill. I have some more coffee. Chill out. I'm chill. Well, I don't want to see you intense if this is your chill. (laughs) Right. I don't know how to get intense. AJ, you do. Stop giving yourself so much credit. Like, I don't even know how to get angry. I am just a saint. No, you're not. Anyway, back to the point. We said go to sleep a half hour earlier because I don't think it's realistic to suddenly jump. If you're at five hours and you're like, oh, I'm suddenly going to try eight. It's just not going to happen in the long term. So you need to do it in little increments. Start at this point in the year with just getting a half an hour more sleep and then maybe in a couple weeks time add another half hour on and if you ask me i prefer to go to sleep earlier because i like seizing the morning hours yeah but you know if you want to add on a half hour in the morning and that suits you better then okay just find out where i guess your optimum hours are but do prioritize getting in as much sleep as you can because your body needs it and if you are on a health journey or you're wanting to kind of get in your best shape or just be healthier in 2020 then sleep is actually really really important and it shouldn't be underestimated and also it's huge in terms of energy as you said because if you are underslept the likelihood that you are going to go work out the next day is just it's halved honestly so it's like get good sleep and you have far less of an excuse or you'll actually feel ready to go and smash out a good workout. So, yeah, you're really doing yourself a favor by getting that good sleep. So the last point was cover all three macronutrients in as many meals as possible. So this one is actually something I'm taking on in the new year because I want my diet to be more diverse and I also don't think I eat enough greens or veggies. So when we say cover all three macronutrients, It means trying to integrate some fats, some proteins, and some carbs into each meal. It helps you to have a more varied diet and means that you will prioritize hitting all those macronutrients as opposed to, say, having a fully carb-loaded meal or having, you know, a lot of healthy fats, but then maybe not getting your protein intake as you should. It just means that your diet will be more diverse and it also kind of results naturally in it being more balanced and nutritious really do you have anything to add to that 
I definitely need to do that, but I would say overall in terms of the carbs and the protein and the fats, mm-hmm. my diet currently would probably be a bit more balanced than yours. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, because I do eat a lot of veggies. Mm-hmm. I do eat a lot of the fats and I do love a good carb. <laughs> I would say most of my meals have a bit of everything. Give an example of like a balanced meal that you I don't you want to make. tell them about my meals because it's embarrassing. Why? <laughs> because I'm not proud of them, but they do have those sort of more balanced things. Well, let's hear them. Give an example of one you're proud of and one you're not so proud of. Well, every morning I have like avocado on toast. Okay, break so it down for us. there's my carbs, there's my fats. Mm-hmm. How could you add some protein to that meal in the future? Put chicken on it. <laughs> well, the more obvious one would be to have an egg, AJ, but okay. Oh, okay. Oh, but I don't really... If you don't want an egg, you don't have to. But you could consider having a protein shake with it. Or like on the side. If okay, so I was just thinking like as a whole meal, like sprinkled powder on top or something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I could... No, I definitely... Because I, I have been having more protein in the morning before my day and... I have noticed that that has been quite beneficial. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I could definitely add that. Okay, now give us another meal, and I'll do the same in a second. Uh, another meal I quite regularly will be um, dumplings and veggies. <laughs> okay, so the dumplings. Well, I guess you kind of get the carb stuff from the dumpling. Yeah, you do. Um, outer shell. <laughs> shell. <laughs> casing. Um, okay. Just pastry? Ba- pastry, yeah. Mm. Dumpling pastry, that's that's better. Dumpling shell. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds disgusting. And then obviously inside is the meat, so the protein. Mm-hmm. And then you're getting the veggies. And then I get good. the veggies on the side. But there's no like healthy fats in there. Oh, yeah. So maybe I could sprinkle avocado on top. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like avocado? No, I don't know if that'll go. Mm. Um, What could I add to it? there any like seeds or you know nuts and seeds that would make sense with your greens yeah i guess i could like get a few almost do more like a stir fry with the veggies and add a few more things into it mm-hmm. i don't know i have to think mm-hmm. i'll do an example now so something i often have is a protein smoothie bowl and i will have my protein powder with some berries banana and Mix that all up with some water and then I'll have some granola on top and have some protein peanut butter as well. So yeah, that is my protein definitely ticked off and then having some granola on top, that's the carbs and then the protein peanut butter. While it is protein peanut butter, it's also healthy fats because your nut spreads are a source of fat. So yeah, that's a pretty balanced meal. But that's not your complete meal. There's another thing you have with that every time. Oh, yeah, I always have some toast. But that's not necessarily, like, a good thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you're being open and honest here about your meals. Okay, And how yeah. you're going to change them. So tell them all about it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to change that. I enjoy it. Sometimes I have some PBJ toast. Uh, that is obviously doubling up on the fats and carbs. But sometimes I'm a hungry gal, so... Yeah, but no, I mean, if I'm looking for a lighter option, but I still want something extra, sometimes I will have like some corn thins with some avocado or some Vegemite instead. I went through a stage where I was making more green salads and things with, you know, avocado in there and maybe like falafel or 
a vegan burger or something like that and I kind of got busy and stopped doing that so I would like to make more like salads and I guess butter bowls and things that cover all the macronutrients so yeah it's just something to have in your mind when you look at your meals obviously not every meal has to include all three macronutrients but it does help to ensure that you are hitting all the boxes with your diet and it will help to ensure you're more satiated as well because you'll make sure that you're getting in your carbs and you're getting full from them and that your body isn't craving you know sweets because you're not getting in your healthy fats or something like that so that does help and yeah it just helps in general to ensure that you're eating different kinds of meals which I have found hard or I don't do enough yeah you're a creature of habit I am and that's good because if I'm in good habits then I'm doing great but I also can take on obviously some bad habits and then just continue with that (laughs) so yeah that is definitely something I'm going to keep in mind when I even eat out as well if I order like Avon toast, I might add some mushrooms and spinach and things like that just to cover more greens and just cover more bases, you know? Very good. Anything else to add? Nope. All right. So that is our five tips for staying healthy and fit outside the gym this January. I hope that you are feeling good in yourself and that, yeah, you find something to integrate there. If you do feel kind of crappy after Christmas, don't dwell on it don't make any drastic changes you don't need to it's okay none of us come out of christmas or this festive period feeling our fittest leanest selves well speak for yourself okay (laughs) (laughs) but it almost wouldn't be the festive period if we didn't so yeah don't feel bad about it just embrace it and take that 2020 motivation and really apply it to feeling good and feeling healthy in your skin again and yeah we hope you're all having an amazing start to the year we can't wait to bring you guys more content thank you so much for listening you excited for season two i'm very excited we've planned it all out and it's going to be a good season yeah i'm very excited some really cool topics that we kind of wanted to get to last year, but well, we ran out of year, <laughs> yeah. we ran out of decade, and um, even feedback from you guys and things that you guys want to hear, mm-hmm. so we're covering a lot of that. And feel free to send us that at any point, just feedback or topics you want to hear, or conversations you want us to have, we will totally be taking that on board all the time, so yeah, yeah we want to produce content that is going to be interesting and valuable for you guys, so definitely hit us up with that. And we also want to help keep you accountable too and keep ourselves accountable. And so if you are doing any of these healthy habits over the next wee while, chuck us up on your story and tag us. We want to see you walking. We want to see you using your fitness outside the gym, on a phone call and getting in some movement as well. Mm. Yeah, we want to see it all. So if you want a way to keep yourself accountable this January, definitely chuck it on your story, tag us, and we will be there to support you. The next episode, it's a double part series all about body image. I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, this one's going to be good. Anyway, have a great week, guys, and don't forget to like and subscribe for more from us next week. Bye. See ya. Damn. Are you listening?